I was going in this rant. I call it a rant of positivity is what I refer to it as. And just going off, going off and just saying one thing after another, after another. And I finally said out loud, I said, my mission is to live a life worth remembering, knowing that the world was made better because I lived. And I stopped and I was like, bro, I was like, that's what we're here for, man. I'm like, that's, that's cool. But after that, I'm okay, what does that look like? Welcome to the Superhuman Life. I'm your host, Frank Rich, and this is the only podcast in the world dedicated to helping men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. It is our goal with every episode to help you take back control and rebuild your body, mind, and spirit. And we do so by bringing you real and raw conversations with people just like you, aiming to find their place in this world while dealing with the everyday struggles and battles that we all face. Now, it is my belief that we were all created for a specific purpose. And if we can harness that belief or faith, then take control of our mind and body or fitness, then we can ultimately create the life that we've always dreamed about, our own superhuman life. I want to let you know how grateful and blessed I am to have you here with me today. Let's get on to today's show. Guys, welcome back to The Superhuman Life. So incredibly blessed and honored to have you here with me again today. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for returning back. Uh, know you're finding so much value in every single one of these episodes, so we appreciate all the love and support that you are giving the show and the podcast. And if today is your first time listening to The Superhuman Life, welcome. Um, and just incredibly honored to have you here with us today again. If uh, you enjoy what you get out of this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, if you could, leave us a five-star rating and a written review. Guys, we've had incredible feedback, and the only way that we're going to continue to grow this show and grow the message of what we're trying to accomplish here is if we can continue to get recognized. Um, We were highlighted on New and Noteworthy, on iTunes uh, within our first few weeks. And um, just so incredibly grateful to have all you guys supporting the show. Uh, today's episode is another fantastic conversation with just an incredible person living an amazing and impactful life. And guys, this is what the show is all about because my guest today, uh, he and I, we didn't know each other. We, we we were not on each other's radar. We had no clue that either one of us um, existed until uh, about the fourth or fifth episode. He, uh, we actually had a slight introduction through a mutual friend. Um, I had Justin Shank on a previous episode, and uh, our guest also had interviewed Justin on his podcast. So I'm so incredibly blessed uh, and just so excited to be bringing today's episode to you because I know it's going to give you so much value um, so much insight to living an impactful, uh, purpose-driven life. That's what we're talking about today is living on purpose, making an impact, having a mission statement that you build your life around. Um, guys, my guest today is Ryan Huff, host of the Qualified Podcast, owner of Qualified Apparel. And Ryan is doing incredible things in the world, uh, but he had to overcome a lot of challenges and get very, very clear on his purpose in life, on his mission, and everything that he's doing right now. He truly believes, um, and I believe this too, that we were all created for a specific reason. We we're all qualified to make real impact in the world. Guys, when you hear Ryan's story, when you hear what he's doing, um, if it does not inspire you, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, the dude is doing awesome things, and you're going to hear all about that. 
in the episode. So, guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited for this conversation. I know it's going to change your life, change mine. Let's get on with today's show. Dude, so today, this podcast right here is only a direct result of me starting mine because up until like a month ago, I had no clue who you were. I don't think you knew who I was. But we, <laughs> got, uh, we got connected uh, through a great mutual friend. So Ryan Huff, welcome to the Superman Life, brother. Glad to have you here. Dude, let's go, man. What's going on, Frank Rich? Dude, I'm... I'm so excited about today. I, I know we sh- I shared it with you prior to hitting record. Um, your energy, what you bring to the world, is is so contagious that I remember <laughs> the first like you sent me this. You sent me a series of like voice messages through IG, and instantly oh, yeah. I was like, I love this dude. <laughs> dude, you're on fire, man. You, I love I love sending voice messages, man. If I could, if I have the opportunity to, a voice messages are the best because it gets the motion across, man. You yeah. Know, across but also they're easier to do it's just lots yeah. quick than you know typing yeah well we're going to talk about your we're going to talk about you a lot today we're going to talk about your story we're going to talk about your mission in your life and we're going to talk about the things that you're doing right now and one of those is the qualified podcast is that is, it, is that is, is that it, it's called the qualified yeah. podcast i call it the qualified with ryan huff but i just prefer it as a qualified okay podcast. yeah so i mean with the just touching on the voice the voicemail things right there dude you got a voice that's made for radio made for podcasting so like when i yeah so keep sending them bro because there's real, real power in what you're doing with your voice well, i appreciate uh, that so no awesome so incredibly um honored and grateful to have you here with me today um you know we uh we we just recorded for you for your show and and just so inspired by how you led off your show um and and knowing you know you know, we're, we're, we're both strong Christians. We're, we're men of Christ. Um, one thing that you've done on your show, and I know, you know, you shared with me um, when we first spoke where you got the real inspiration for doing it. Um, I, would, I would ask you, I'd invite you today, if, if you could, you know, speak a word of prayer, you know, send a blessing over, over our show today. So I think before we kind of get into some things, Ryan, would you, uh, would you be willing uh, to, to lead us in a word of prayer today? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Father God, thank you so much for this amazing day. And, uh, Kylie, what, what an amazing life it is. Thank you, Lord, for, for giving us this great gift that we have with life and being able to experience it all, all the highs, all the lows, and learning all the great lessons we can learn in between everything, Father, just become better as a result of it. Lord, I pray that, Lord, that you would empower Rich to ask the right questions. Lord, that you'd also, Lord, give him the wisdom and wherewithal of things that we might not have even thought about. Lord, that someone needs that someone needs to hear that's out there listening to make an impact in their life and help them to live that superhuman life. Father, I pray that you would also give me the, the wisdom, the knowledge, the insight, whatever it might be, to be able to communicate a point. And uh, Lord, just to impact someone's life in a positive way. That's the main thing. And that's what we're here to do, to lead people to you and to give you all the glory at the end of the day. So in your name, I pray. Bless this episode. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I know this is, uh, this is going to be powerful. What we, what we get out of here today. Um, cause you're just doing so much incredible stuff in the world and we're going to get to all that. And, and what I found has been great in, in kind of like structuring, structuring these shows is we always want to start off with kind of like, like the big picture. I don't know if you're uh, a fan of Gary V, uh, but oh, yeah. he talks about kind of the clouds and the dirt. So it's like clouds understanding, like, like big vision, big picture stuff. So I'm going to kind of set the context of what, I want to get out of the show today. Um, and then I'm going to allow you to kind of take us on the journey that's led you to that. 
Um, and then ultimately, we're going to walk away and end it off with some, some hopeful tactical advice and maybe how people can identify some of those things in themselves and ultimately live and create a qualified and superhuman life. That's the goal today. Let's do so, it, dude. It's funny dude. you mentioned that before you say that. You said Gary V. Um, I actually thought about this recently. Maybe someone takes this idea as well. I don't really mind. I think it'd be funny. If like if someone may, were to make some videos that dress up like Gary Vee and talk like he does, like I just I just I just try to think that like, certain things in my life where, you know, I everything's my fault, right? You know, I just, you know, it's raining outside. My fault. You know, it's like the way he talks and yeah. everything. And I mean, he's always great at what he says. And it's just funny, though. I just, I think it'd be hilarious to make like a, a spoof of like, of what Gary would be like an impersonation, if you will. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'll, well, I'll let you, I'll let you take the lead on that because I'm definitely, right. not, <laughs> it's definitely not in my wheelhouse of things that I can do as, as impersonations. I was not, uh, was not given that gift in the world. So yeah, it's all good. Uh, but I'm all for I'm not it. sure how good that impersonation was necessarily, but <laughs> it was good, man. No. So dude, like, like we talked about, man, you've got, you've got the qualified podcast. You got this voice that's making real impact in the world. And I kind of want to get to some of the stuff that you're ultimately doing because you are ultimately like helping a lot, a lot of people, but in prepping for this, I, you know, I was kind of like look, going back, like looking and, and reading some of your stuff. And, and, uh, you know, one thing that really stuck out to me was something you mentioned on one of your early, early episodes. And I think setting the context for kind of where I want to go with you today, it's very important, um, that I start here because you shared something, I think it was on your first episode. Um, you talked about kind of like a very pivotal moment, um, in your, in your life that you were having a conversation with yourself. And in doing that, um, you developed this this mission. And I think why I'm addressing this now is because I want to carry it through this whole episode that we have here today. Because I think so many people um, begin, already set up to failure because they don't have something like this rooted in their life. So you have an actual like mission statement for who Ryan Huff is. What is it trying to accomplish in the world? Um, and I'm going to read it. Uh, and this, like I said, it came out of a moment, a conversation that you had with yourself, um, back in 2017, I believe you said it was. Yes, sir. Um, so Ryan Huff said, my mission to live a life worth remembering, knowing that the world was made better because I lived super powerful right there. Um, and you can break it down in context and in really some, uh, you know, some very different ways you can view that as, um, but if you can, Ryan, take us kind of back. You know, we have to go all the way back to the beginning. Like, I don't need to know like how Ryan Huff was born and you know the uh, the creation of him. I I, I know when that. A man loves a woman. <laughs> but, um, but you know, maybe take us down kind of like uh, a portion of your life that you know that led you to this day, this moment um, where you where you made that that signifying decision that my life is now going to be lived with this mission over everything else. So, right. so take us there. What, what led you to this significant point um, in your life? And then we'll kind of unpack that a little bit along the way. Um, and then ultimately, like, really get to, to what you're doing. Because you're doing some awesome things uh, with your training, with your business, uh, with real impact, helping people's lives and, uh, you know, feeding and et cetera. We'll, we'll get all to that. But I think we want to start with what has kind of led Ryan um, to get to the point where he said this, because there's, there's real power in that. I appreciate that. For, first of all, Frank, thank you so much for uh, for having me on the show and uh, you know offering to be a guest in your podcast. When I reached out to you, as uh, I was like, "Hey, man, I think it'd be I'd love to have you on the show if you'd be interested in it." And uh, regardless, I want to support you any way I can. And you were like, "Yeah, how about we have you on my show too?" I'm like, "What is that? <laughs> Never been a guest. This is my first time." So thanks okay. for having me. Well, no, well, welcome. I'm glad I can uh, 
I can have on, dude, because when, when we spoke the first time, um, there was just, well, I told you when you sent me that first voice message, I'm like, I love this dude. So, um, and then we spoke and we just kind of connected and I was like, all right, man, like, yeah, this, this, this fits the mold of what I want to share with the world through, through my podcast. So no, absolutely honored to have you here, man. Absolutely. We'll just get into it. So, um, gosh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't start without talking about where it all, where, like you're asking where it all came from. So, oh man. Um, so back, back in the day, I was, uh, I guess that all starts from that. So I, I used to hang out with some people that really made me feel inadequate for a lot of things. Um, they, I, at the time they were my best friends. You know, I didn't really know anybody else. And, uh, I mean, I knew a lot of people, but like, as far as they were my core group of people I hung out with, right? Like three different guys and one, one girl in particular. And they just made me feel really inadequate for not having a lot of certain things in my life, which I didn't realize this. We'll get into that in a second when I realized this part, but like, for, for example, not having a college degree like they had for not having, um, a, a family that was as affluent as theirs for not having a new car like they had and things of that nature. And it wasn't until I, it was around 2009 or so that I met a, a man who would become my best friend, mentor. Like I, I just think about him just laugh because he and I just have, he's my best friend, man. And I, I love him. And he's actually a lot older than me. He's about tw- almost twice my age. Not, no, not, not, sorry, not twice, almost, not almost twice my age. He's like 53, 54, something like that. So significantly older than me. I'm 28. And, um, anyways, I, uh, was not anticipating this relationship to come up, come about. It was actually a result of, um, our families went to the same church together and his wife had shoulder surgery and he actually herniated a disc in his back. Well, during the heat of summer in Texas, they couldn't, you know, take care of their, of their yard. So, you know, his, um, his wife, he reached out to my mom and asked if, uh, you know, Ryan would be interested in, you know, if I would be interested in maintaining the lawn. So, you know, of course I was like, yeah, sure. Extra cash, whatever. And so whenever they started doing it, well, after the first year of me doing that, he almost fired me from the job. Not because my work was bad. My work was excellent. Work ethic was great. He mentioned that my mouth was so bad. I was so sarcastic when I would come over to his house that he almost told me just not to come back. Like my, basically how I acted and basically just was negated all the great work mm-hmm. that I did. And so anyways, well, his wife, which I'm, I tell me this regularly, I'm going to do this whenever, whenever when I have the means to, but like his wife saved me. I'm going to buy her a new car someday, dude. Because like she, because I honestly don't know where my life would be if it weren't for this man. Um, I get emotional thinking about that. I wasn't expecting that, but like so much value has come out of this relationship that like, I'm so grateful for the man that I am today as a result of that. So Anyways, but like she, uh, she confronted him and she was like, well, or no, she confronted him. She just suggested, she goes, well, Hey, have you thought about, um, telling Ryan about, about his mouth? He goes, well, no, he goes, maybe you should. And so anyways, he basically kicked my ass one day about when I came over to his house. And, uh, from that point on, it just really started this relationship of, uh, of he and I growing together. And so, um, long, you know, a little bit long story short, it eventually got to the point where he put a book in my hand called the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And before that, I really had a negative association with learning. I mean, I was in, I was in college. I was in going to a small community college here called in Texas called Weatherford College and hated it, dude. Absolutely hated it because I'm going to school for a business degree. I'm getting my goal because my, the guys that I knew went to a division one school and my goal was to go to you know, community college, save a lot of money, which huge, you know, piece of advice for anyone who wants to go to college, start off with going to community college first, sort of you getting a full ride degree, paid scholarship, go to a community college first, save a lot of money, but also do your research first as well to make sure that the job you want to do actually requires you to have a degree. 
because I mean, there's a lot of degrees out there. People go, you know, especially my generation, they think that a college degree is everything. So, Hey, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get a degree in underwater basket weaving, just being slightly <laughs> facetious here. And they get out of college with, you know, six figures of debt and they don't, and they re- realize that, Hey, no one actually hires for underwater basket weaving anymore. So like, do your research first, be smart, be a smart person, do your research and figure out, okay, well, is the knowledge that I want to do actually out there through a YouTube channel, through a podcast, through a book from someone who's actually done it, I can learn from them and basically role model what they did and get the same results. Or if I'm obviously, if you're going to be a nurse, you're going to be a doctor, a dentist, a lawyer, engineer, you got to go to school, right? And I want, if someone's operating or building a building, I want them to know what they're doing as well. So go to school, get your degree, learn how to do it. Um, but anyway, so I, um, I was going to school, hated the entire process, felt like I was just wasting my time, man, because I'm getting, I remember my associate's degree in business. I had to get, I had to have a science when one of my sciences had to be a science class. And I was taking a, a geology class, I'm basically learning about fossilized rocks and everything. I'm like, how the heck is this benefiting my life in any shape or fashion? And so anyways, basically I get out of, I get out of college a little bit. And, um, so I have this negative association with, I never actually graduated. Matter of fact, I have one class left and we'll get into that. The reason why I will never get that, never get that one class here in a second. Um, but, uh, but I get out, of, I get out of college and then puts this book in my hand, which I thought that I had a negative association with learning, which in reality, what it really was, I had a negative association with learning information that did nothing to make me a better person. And anyway, so I, um, so I, you know, read that book and just like lit a fire under me, man. I was just like, so just this insatiable desire to learn just came and I started learning, Gosh, I, I, after that, I read Execution by Larry Bossy and Ram Tron. I read Jim Collins' books, Good to Great, um, you know, Built to Last. I read As a Man Thinketh, you know, uh, by uh, James Allen. I read, you know, Napoleon Hill, Sink Grow Rich, and just so many others. I, I remember you talking on Justin's podcast, but you listened to Tony Robbins. Dude, like his entire like series, fortunately, Craig, my mentor, he used to run... Um, he used to actually run Mrs. Fields Cookies several years ago, okay. and he was the CEO of them. He, yeah, he was actually—he's actually a phenomenal business person as well. He took them from a twenty-five million dollar year company to almost a billion dollar year, like nine hundred and sixty-seven million. So phenomenal, man! Like he's—he's yeah. he's run other companies too, and just like as far as mentors are concerned, like I couldn't have asked for a better one. You know what? Um, real quick, I just not not to cut you, but um, you said the first book that he handed to you was was John Maxwell, the twenty-one um, irrefutable. Yeah, laws laws of, of leadership. I just took a look back. I have a I have a section in my library here of Maxwell books. They were some of the first books that I was given in my early twenties as well. Um, like leaders are leader uh, talent is never enough. Leaders are built from within. I have the twenty one indispensable qualities of a yeah. leader. So I haven't read yours. I am familiar with the twenty one irrefutable laws, uh, but I got the twenty one indispensable qualities. Maxwell has been like a powerhouse for me. Oh my goodness. So I was listening to his podcast. Have you, do you listen to his podcast as well? Um, I've listened to just a handful of them before, but, um, I love, I love reading, you know, I love reading Maxwell. Yeah. Bro, you've got to listen to his podcast. I'm going to send you after this. I got to make a point to send you this. Was this one? It's called, it's a podcast episode called possibility thinking part one. I've literally listened to this podcast episode probably three or four times in the last like week or two. It's, it's that good. Um, but anyways, no, so I, um, so I'm, I'll get into, you know, learning all this information and such and, uh, man, and, um, you know, by this, you know, other guy who's really successful and everything. And so I just start learning, learning all this stuff, start taking, you know, all the Tony Robbins material as well, basically just like essentially changing the person who I was by just da- baptizing myself, if you will, and all this like self-help stuff, improvement stuff. And so, uh, so I do that. And, um, so I get, so I get all that stuff to get all that stuff into me and start changing my life and everything. 
but nothing actually changed as far as like um as far as like moving my life forward as well like well because i were i I wasn't really applying any of it and and back also back to backtrack a little bit um the people that i was hanging out with i would literally dude i would go from hanging out with these people and then i would come 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 over to right after hanging out with them and just basically unload right and just like um basically just dump out all the, all the, the way they made me feel is it made me feel just like super inadequate, man. And which, which to be fair, uh, to, to just be not fair to be a hundred percent, you know, like transparent as well. These people were not bad people. Don't misunderstand as well. They were not bad people. They just were not congruent to where I wanted to be in life as well. You know, and like just because people make you feel out to be bad people, they weren't bad. They're not like going out robbing malls, you know, like running a human sex trafficking thing or, you know, whatever, right. They're not, you know, killing babies and everything. They're not, they're not, we're not bad people, we're not evil people. They just weren't the right people for me. And so anyway, so I go and, um, so I, you know, been dumping on the Craig, all this kind of jazz. Well, you know, several, some time goes on to where finally feels comfortable to start, you know, bringing some of the stuff up. He goes, Ryan, have you, have you noticed that these people, you know, make you feel this way? <sighs> Just bring it back to these old memories. Like bring back, feel this way and that way about, about, you know, this and that. And I remember being, I remember exactly where we were. I remember being at, um, at his, you know, he's got a house. He's got a little side house as well. We were out in his little room there. And I just broke down in tears, man. I'm just crying because I remember one 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 part in particular. It was like the um, defining moment that I was like, "All right, enough is enough," and I, I cut the relationships off cold turkey. We were at a uh, we were at a um, a uh, what is it a um, bachelor party for my buddy. He's getting married, and uh, we were out camping. And um, which, <laughs> well, disclosure: I'm not really much of a camper. My my version of camping is, uh, well, maybe I like it more now. But like my version of camping is being in a hotel that's close to the woods, right? <laughs> or, or, can, or being in look an out RV. the window and see that. <laughs> yeah, or being in a being in a log cabin that's out yeah. in the woods, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, so we're out there and um, we're we're getting the one of the guys happened to work at a uh, at a luxury car car manufacturer, and so because of his role there, he actually got a car that he got a rental, and you know that he could use and drive as his own. Well, we were at the time I was driving a 1998 Ford Explorer, which dude, it was a phenomenal car and over 300,000 miles on her whenever I got rid of her. But, uh, but she was, she was paid for She was reliable. It was a sit is a six shift. I love that car, man. it was, it was a blast. And, uh, so we go, we're lo- loading up firewood and such. And they were one, uh, this one guy, he said, uh, Hey, why don't we put it, why don't we put the firewood in your car? I'm like, well, I don't want to put it in my car. I want to put it in yours. He goes, cause you're, so can, do you mind if I cuss on this podcast? Yeah, it's all good. Okay, so he said, "Cause your car is a piece of shit," and mind you, my now granted, I'm not saying that I was driving some super nice car. I get it. There was a dent inside as as well. I mean, it wasn't the nicest car, but it was reliable and it was mine, you know. But like notably, though, all of my other friends that were there, quote unquote friends that were there, didn't say a word. They weren't like, "Hey, dude, that was kind of out of line." Man. Don't say that to him or whatever. No one said a word, and that was telling as well. And there were some other events that led up to this, this thing as well. But that was to me it was like, all right, I would never go out of my way to make someone feel inadequate, make someone feel like crap for not having a car that was as nice as theirs. Like even, like even last night there was, um, I was at a, uh, I'm doing a, a wedding later today. I'm also an officiant. Um, I, you know, got officiated to do my, uh, my, my, anyways, family members. But anyway, so I, uh, I was last night I was at a, uh, a girl who I've known before. She was talking about, you know, I asked her cause I, I used to work at Chili's for about 10 years of my life and was a manager for one year, server for nine. And, um, Hated being a manager, by the way. That's beside the point. <laughs> um, but I, uh, but I, I, I asked her if she used to work at this other restaurant that she used to work at, and she goes, she goes, yeah. And I could tell that whenever she said yes, that she was like embarrassed to a sense of the fact that she's a worker there. I said, hey, 
I, I was quick on that. I was like, dude, I said, hey, don't feel bad about that. I said, you, I said, I worked at Chili's for 10 years. Nothing wrong with that. I said, plus, I mean, you're not doing anything negative with your life. You're just you're continuing to work. There's millions of ways of going about your life. As long as you're not doing anything, you know, that's moving your life backward and moving to have someone else's life backward, you're great, you know? So anyways, but like I, I cut those relationships off with those guys cold turkey after that. And notably only one of them actually reached out after I cut them off. Like literally cold turkey just like didn't talk to them whatsoever. And one of them actually did end up writing me a letter, a handwritten letter and asking me, you know, just basically wanting to get an explanation of what happened. But I'm like, dude, I said, if I meet up with you, nothing productive is going to happen from this. You're not going to change your ways. I'm already set in my ways as far as where I'm heading to. And like, nothing's going to be productive with that. We're just going to argue and you're not going to listen to what I'm going to hear. So um, going forward from that, again, the, uh, several years several years later, they um, now you were want to get into uh, business together, but because life just happened, just things that didn't working out, the things that we were going to do just didn't have happening. Nothing wrong. Just didn't have happening. And well, in 2016, I believe 2015, he and his wife went to, uh, went to Indiana to learn from some friends of theirs, how to flip houses, basically like a chip and Joanna Gaines, if you will. And, uh, so they, uh, they did that. Well, they left me at the, I left me at basically, you know, I was left, left behind. And so, in May of 2017 is when I got my last mission. Well, I'm at home right now, dude. And I mind you, I'm learning all the information I need to know. I have learned all the business stuff. I've learned all the teamwork, all the leadership, everything that I need to know as far as the, the, the tools necessary to go out and change my life, right? Because I'll, but here's a point. This is so bodes true to a quote that I heard by, by a man by the name of uh, Les Brown say, he said, knowledge is not knowledge is not power he says if knowledge were power everyone would be skinny rich and happy right so i love that quote i love love less yeah yeah and like tony robbins says the same thing knowledge Mm -hmm. is only potential power right so anyway so i was at my house and i was i was in my room i remember this like it was yesterday i was i was going in this rant i call it a rant of positivity is what i refer to it as and just going off and going off and just saying one thing after another after another and i finally said out loud i said my mission is to live a life worth remembering knowing that the world was made better because I lived. And I stopped and I was like, bro, I was like, that's what we're here for, man. I'm like, that's, that's cool. But after that, I'm okay, what does that look like? And so um, going forward, I kind of got this realization, you know, as I went forward, I was listening to some of Ed Milet's content and uh, man that I just admire. And I was listening to his and one of the things that he talks about is he says, to live a life worth more. So I just made it my own. So I'm going to put, put his words into my own as well. So to live a life worth remembering, I believe that obviously every life is worth remembering, right? We're like down to like, it doesn't matter who you are. Well, maybe, maybe that's subjective, but like every life is worth remembering. Right. And, but like sometimes you might open up your obituary and you might see Larry Brown or you might see Jessica Ray and you might not have known any idea who they were, not because they were a bad person necessarily. It's because you just didn't know who they were. But like, for me, I feel like, the things and what we'll get into eventually as well, the things that I've been, the visions that I have, the mission that I have for my life and the goals that I have for my life, God doesn't give everyone those goals. Man, I'm going to get emotional in this podcast. God, I said, God doesn't give everyone those goals. Just sit, God doesn't give everyone those goals, right? So, you know, we always need a janitor, but we're always going to need a CEO, right? Everyone has their own mission. Everyone has their own life just because someone does, someone chooses to do something with their life and someone chooses something with their, with theirs. Doesn't make them wrong. Doesn't make them right. <laughs> It's just so we have a rules to play, but like I, I realized going forward, I'm like, dude, I have these these desires in my life for a reason, and so to me, living a life worth remembering is this. I'm like, I, it's about 
becoming the man who I was created to become. So Ed Milet talks about this like this, and I, I've basically adopted the same thing in my life. Whenever I get to heaven, I feel that there's going to be, that God's going to bring me up and he's going to be like, you know, hey, what's up, JC? How you doing, dog? You know, and so I go and I meet him and everything and it's all it's all amazing, you know, and, and I he comes up, he goes, hey, Ryan, I have, a, I have someone I want you to meet. And so he goes over and he brings this man, this good looking, attractive, successful, gregarious, like happy, just energetic kind of guy over and it's the man that he created me to become, right? And when I see that man, I want this reaction to be. I want to be like, dude, what's going on? Dude, I saw you like five seconds ago before I died, right? And give him a big hug and like high five and just like embrace him. Because why? Because he's my best friend. Because why? Because I became that man. Versus somehow getting to heaven, God bringing, God bringing this over, you know, bringing this man over to me. And I have zero idea who he is. He's a complete stranger. I'm like, hey, what's your name, man? And I have no idea who he is. To me, that living a life, worth remembering it's about becoming the man man or woman that we were all created to become you know and living your life to the absolute fullest and that's not to say to live recklessly when I mean, sometimes you're like oh yo yolo and like live your life to the fullest like it's not to say to live recklessly it's it's, a, it's to live intentionally it's to live on it's to be on purpose with your yeah. life you yeah know? i want to um i want to just kind of unpack one part of kind of what you just said there though because i think um i think there's real value in in doing it you know like you talked about like you have your very clear, specific dreams. They are yours. They belong to Ryan. Like your mission is Ryan's. Mine, I'm very clear in the mission of this podcast. I'm very clear in my life on the man I want to be, on the husband, father, um, businessman that I want to be. Those are all very specific to me. I think where a lot of people, um, and this is me personally, and I want to kind of get your thoughts and opinions on this. I think so many people, when they hear like, oh, do you have a life's mission? Or like, you talked about like making the world a better place. I talk about changing the world one man at a time. Like the mission of the show is to simply with every single podcast, give somebody the power to open up, be transparent and be vulnerable with somebody else. One person, like that's change. If you change one person's life, you change the world. If you're walking down the street today and you simply smile and say, have a great day to somebody or I hope you're doing well. I had a kid, uh, I was walking in the neighborhood the other day. He was like, be safe. And it put the greatest smile on my face. Like here, I'm just walking down the street. A kid's coming from the bus stop and he's like, be safe. And I was like, I had to, I had to text my girlfriend, Stephanie, right away. Like the cutest thing. Has happened. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think people get overwhelmed because, you know, you've, you've talked a lot about like, like, like your mentors, like Ed Milet and um, this, this, uh, this other gentleman that was so impactful. Like they had real significant impact with, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in their business. I think people get fearful, intimidated in creating a mission because maybe their dreams aren't as big as yours. So what piece of advice could you give to somebody out there? That's like, like, it's okay if, if your mission is to be the greatest janitor, because you know what? We need a lot of those. We need a lot of people working at Chili's because if, if that is your mission to be the greatest server at Chili's in the world, then that's going to come out in every single daily interaction with people. So do you have maybe a piece of advice or, or something that you can say to people that, you know, was helpful to you because you had this incredible thing that came out of this conversation that you had with yourself. But if somebody's out there right now and they're like, man, Ryan, I get it. But like, I wasn't given the gifts to have real impact. Like, what would you say to somebody out there that's, that's, that's thinking that about themselves? 
basically so like what so what you're asking is like if someone doesn't think that their life has that much mission you know they don't have like a grand mission so why my, should my i dreams, even go yeah, my dreams aren't you know to create a hundred million dollar business or to have a podcast or or do some of the other things you know that Got it. That, that we're going to get to like it's like like Got no it. i just like i don't like i don't have those dreams like like what would you say to them there's nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. Dude, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because like, for example, the reason I even, I even say that whole thing about, you know, God didn't give these dreams to everyone. Um, I was, uh, there was a woman that I was, um, I was really attracted to recently and we dated for like a month of relationship ever happened, but unless phenomenal woman just didn't end up working out. Um, I was on the phone with her. I just had a breakthrough moment in my life and I was, uh, like, basically changing my heart beliefs about about who I believe myself to be and like worthy of success and everything. And she told me, she goes, Ryan, she said, God doesn't give everyone those desires. She said, the things that you're talking about doing, you know, the things when we talk about, you know, we talk about whenever you call up on different businesses, you know, pitch qualified apparel to defeat more families across America, the things you do, like, and like with your podcast, and other things like that, that terrifies me. She said, so God gave you that desire for a reason. So in other words, if if you don't have the same desire as like an Elon Musk or like a Sarah Blakely or a Rachel Hollis or whatever it is, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't think that you're inadequate because you don't have the same grandiose desires to make a huge impact to, to touch a billion people in the world. Don't think that you're inadequate for that. Dude, I love this quote and it's a, it's a great analogy of it. It says, never compare yourself to anyone else. It said the sun never compares itself to the moon. Each has its time to shine, right? So your life is going to be exactly how you want it to be. I mean, if you want to achieve greater things in your life, you can do that. If you want to lose weight, you can do that. If you want to touch a billion people, you can do that. But you also got to realize if you have no desire, and when I say no desire, I'm not saying like you you tell yourself a story where you make up a, this false narrative and say like, oh, well, I, you know what? I'm going to be body positive and I, I have 20, I'm 70 pounds overweight, but I, I love my body for my who I am. And actually you're telling yourself this false narrative when in reality you go home every night and you hate yourself because you know you're capable of more. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about whenever you know you're capable of more. But it also what stops us oftentimes from actually achieving that, from actually taking that first step is that fear. You know, that fear of what it's going to cost. You know, I love what David Goggins said. He was recently on Ed Milet's podcast and he was talking about, you know what? I was, I didn't take the action at first because I knew what it was going to cost me. And honestly, dude, that's, I just was recently talking to a friend of mine last night, how I, I, I just, I just be transparent. I was going to talk to some on my podcast here soon as well. Um, I almost, I, I thought I had a thought about committing suicide recently because I was thinking about. I was thinking about the um, the cost it was going to take in order for me to, in order for me to achieve all these things I want to achieve with qualified apparel, with qualified podcasts, and just my life in general, being a great father, a great husband, whenever this time comes as well. And I realized the cost it was going to require me to do that, and honestly, it terrified the heck out of me to where I was like, "Dude, I'm just going to end my life." And but I made a point actually. I had, I, re I was actually reminded about that because I had that notification in my phone. Because I wanted to remember that moment because I'm like, dude, you had a moment in your life where you were terrified of the things that you wanted to achieve in your life, but you still got to keep moving forward. So guys, it's not just because you might not have big goals in your life. There's nothing wrong with that. But you also, if you do have big goals in your life as well, you, you owe it to yourself and the world around you to be the best version of yourself every single day, regardless of what your dreams and goals are. You got to wake up. If, if, if you're a fry cook at McDonald's and you're just putting fries down, you're flipping burgers, you're making McFlurries, you're whatever. You show up every single day. You be your best employee you can every single day, regardless of that. And if you, if you can find happiness in that, 
if you can find fulfillment in that and the fact that, hey, you know what? I make the best McFlurries in the Fort Worth area. I make, you know, the best fries in this, whatever it is. If you can find fulfillment in that and you're genuinely happy with the fact with where your life is going as a result of flipping burgers, just you know, saying on that, let that be enough to live a life that's fulfilling. Let that be enough to be like, you know what, dude? I am, I am happy with my life and don't, and don't please just don't be comparative with where you're at in regards to someone else. If, if you're in a spot in your life where you're happy, where you're fulfilled, where you're making people's lives better and you're helping, you know, improve the quality of the world around you, that should be fulfilling enough. But if you do know that you are capable of more, if you do know that, Hey, this is not good enough for me, then that's another spot where you need to snap out of it, figure out, okay, what do I need to do differently in order to get a different result? Because I know this is not good enough for me. Because at that moment, whenever you know this is not good enough, whenever, dude, because a lot of things come out of either two things, either desperation or either either frustration or, sorry, uh, I forgot. There's a quote that I was going to say, either, either inspiration. Yeah, so, so it's either, you it come out of two things. It's either inspiration or desperation. You're either inspired to do something great okay. or you're desperate because you know your life isn't good enough anymore. So, um, man, for this, for anyone who's not, who's like, who just doesn't have a big mission and feels intimidated by that, just don't, don't, don't worry about it, man. I mean, everyone has their own role to play in this yeah. life just because you're not, you know, the next Steve jobs, the next, you know, the next Frank Ridge or whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, everyone has their own role to play and don't be comparative because comparison is such a thief of joy. You know, when you're comparative as well, here's, here's our level Gary Vee talks about as well. He says, when you're comparative, you're. <sighs> You're being envious, you're being jealous, but most importantly, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to go out and make your life happen as well. Because you're, you're just you're you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time being comparative when in reality you could be going out there and doing something great with your life. So, yeah. dude, um, so so powerful there what you what you just did, and I uh, I commend you because that came out of nowhere. What you shared, um, kind of in the middle of that piece. Um, so if you're okay, I want to go back there. And just kind of talk a little bit more about um, that thought that you talked about because you said it was recently and you mentioned um, qualified apparel and the podcast, which are things that I know that you're doing now. So I know what that feels like. I, in my life, have been at the brink of having those thoughts multiple times over and over and over again. And it is, um, for me, it was many of the darkest moments of my life. And it's a point that I would never really wish upon anybody to actually be in that space where that is something that they are actually contemplating and thinking about um, because it's, it's, it's dark and it's, 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 it's very scary to, to, to be there, to even contemplating that. Um, Where did you, I mean, so it came after this mission statement. So you were like, you were diving in, you were, you you put all this content out in the world. You were trying to make real impact in the world. Um, what did you lean on? Where did, like, where did your strength come from to, to be able to sit here with me today, um, and continue doing and the things that you're doing and having, having the real impact. Like, I think there's, there's real power knowing what the show is about. So in context of like, like you understand what I'm ultimately trying to do here and the real people we're trying to speak to. So in understanding that, like, like Ryan, and that's, first of all, like I said, I commend you for, for sharing that. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't uh, expecting it either. So, <laughs> um, so, but I think it's, I think it's important to, you know, let's, let's talk about because yeah, I mean, it's, that's, that's real stuff. You know, that's, that's a real, real place that people are at and many of them don't ever get out of it. Many of them live, um, in that, in that state for a very long time. So I think that we could really 
unpack that a little bit more. Like, like where did you, where did you go to? And, and cause that's a very different person than who I'm looking at and speaking with right now. Like the energy that you project into the world, everything about you, I can tell you there's no way right now that you're continuing to have those thoughts. Oh. So I want to know what, what got you there? Like what, what is, what has unfolded and created like where you're at now? That's me. Sure. And to be, and to be clear as well, like, um, that's the, those thoughts here and there come up, but I know, I know not to dwell on them. And I like, for example, um, I'll just share it now, uh, a few, a couple weeks ago, I talked, we talked about this before we started recording as well. Um, my mom was recently diagnosed with uh, with stage four colon cancer, and before then, um, there was been there was a woman that came into my life that I was super excited about. Um, admittedly, I let myself fall too hard a little too quickly, but um, I didn't have my guard up, and that's the reason that happened. Um, so, but then things you know, the obvious warning signs were there where she was just getting out of a four year relationship with a guy that was super destructive, um, manipulative, and she was you know just dealing with a lot that I should have you know been been aware of, and then. Not only that, so she ended up needing to work on herself. And so therefore, you know, we didn't work it out. So I was super, I really hurt from the opportunity of that. It was there, but then immediately taken away. And so then my mom comes in and she tells me this news that she's got stage four colon cancer. And just to be, like I said, just to be clear, I, uh, I had a point during that week. It was literally the hardest week of my life, my entire life so far. Um, just with the, like I said, the, the whole woman, the whole woman situation is kind of trivial in, in aspect to what was going on with my mom. Cause I'm a mama's boy at heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had the, I had the idea for a second there. I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna end it all. I said, oh, I, this is, I don't, I don't know what to do. And it's, to me, it was like a, it was a valid, uh, a valid, uh, solution to be like, all right, just end your life, you know, just go get out of there. But to answer your question, which, which by the way, my mom is doing much better now. She's actually in a place uh, where she's uh, doing all natural treatment. Um, oh my gosh, she, her body is just like our bodies are. First of all, our, which is, uh, what she's doing is what I exactly what I would do. Um, I would do the whole natural route and not put myself through chemo and all that kind of jazz that destroys your body. I'm like, no, forget that. Not to mention it's wildly overpriced, and so uh, destroys your body wildly overpriced. It's not even like guaranteed that you're going to be healed either. So. Many ways, but for that matter, this holistic stuff isn't either. But if you facilitate your, give your body the the things it needs in order to facilitate the environment where it can heal itself, amazing things can happen. You have faith in God, you trust, you go with it, go in with a positive life stance. Dude, she's already like the test that she's getting back. She's already wildly improving. So yeah. I'm excited well, to have her back sooner than later. It's incredible, like what our like what we're truly capable and and knowing that like the mind is connected to the body and it's you know it's oh, all connected to your soul and spirit. It's like it's got to start here, like you know, and I think. 100%. I agree absolutely with what you're saying. Like we, uh, physically are, are, um, we can accomplish so much more than, than most of us think, think we can, but it's got to start with that, that belief system. So no, that's absolutely. awesome. That she's, I know we talked about it earlier, but you know, glad to hear that she's, she's doing, doing a lot better. So thanks man. Likewise. She, uh, what was interesting to the people at the clinic, they said that, um, or the wellness, wellness center, whatever it's referred to as, they uh, said that people that have had the best results are the people like my mom that come in with a positive attitude already. So it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, getting back to your point, um, your initial question, what I leaned on in that moment was like, was this, I leaned on my faith. And I said, you know what? Because I believe that we have, because for all the good that comes in our life, for all the things we thank God for as well, there's also bad. And the bad obviously comes from the, the enemy, the devil, right? And so I was of the firm belief, I'm like, dude, I said, the reason your life is under such attack while you've had such issues with suicidal thoughts and everything, not so much being depressed. I don't think I've ever really dealt with depression necessarily. Um, But like the suicidal thoughts and tendencies was like, I 
am confident that I have such a calling on my life. And I don't say it's like braggadociously or arrogantly or anything. I just know that I'm made for more than, 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 um, I don't know, maybe the average person is, which is not nothing, nothing wrong with this. Like we said, we all have different roles, but I just believe that that's my role to play. And I just, I feel like that maybe not, maybe this is like the devil's attack on all of us is kill us all. But it's like, especially when we feel inadequate, we open up the doorway for him to come in and give us that attack, especially when we're not standing strong and we're not, we're not holding on true to our faith. And, um, which I, I granted just recently, I just, re, you know, fortunately just recently, I bet really, I just put my life more into God and like praying more and getting more into my Bible. But like what really helped me through that time was really finding solace in the fact that, you know what, dude, the reason this attack is coming onto my life is because God has such a huge plan in my life as well. And I'm made to go through this. This is all happening for me in order to share it with other people as well. And that I just, I found solace in that, but more importantly as well, I mean, that's really important, but like also that helped me as well is just taking action towards uh towards what you want to do i mean a great way to fix where you're at in your life today if you don't if it's not good enough for it for if it's if your if your circumstances in your life are not good enough for you we'll change them we're the only we're the only species that has the ability to change our entire life by changing our decisions by changing our thoughts by changing what we do daily right i mean no, nothing no no other species on earth can do that you know and so we 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 can identify our thoughts and choose them and then go forward from them you know and so anyway so like i just i remember during that time that was october of last year i actually went into my calendar while while you were while you were speaking just to check that and um i have that set up on an annual basis that repeats every year so i'm reminded of that but like i the one of the best things you can do when it comes to changing your life as well is to take action you know take you can't you can't just sit because if you sit there and you're soaking in your misery, you're soaking in your negative thoughts and decisions and such, but you're not doing anything to change it. What good is that? I, I can I can complain all day. Like I love this story that John Maxwell that Maxwell shares. He says uh, <laughs> there was those guys they were at they were on a construction site, and um, you know they were you know, it was during lunchtime. So one guy opens up his meal. He was like, oh, I can't believe it. A bologna sandwich. I, 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 I got a bologna sandwich again. I hate bologna sandwiches. And he was throwing a huge fit and everything, right? And the guy next to him goes, hey, pal, yo, calm down. Take a chill pill. You know, just, you know, hey, just remember when you get home, just yeah. ask your wife. Instead of making bologna sandwiches, make, maybe she will make you something different. He goes, hey, leave my wife out of it. I make my own sandwiches. <laughs> so, so a lot of the issues that we have in our life is, is our issues. It's our bologna, right? And so... <laughs> It's a baloney we keep feeding ourselves. And so in order to overcome any negative situation in your life, you've got to change it. Because in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been before either. Yeah. So, and you know, but, uh, but it's like, you got to keep doing something. You got to do something differently, you know, but obviously leaning on your faith for me really helped me get out of that dark spot, but taking action as well was one of the main things. Yeah. And I think younger Ryan needed to hear this because if we actually go back to what we were talking about earlier, um, when you were, you know, kind of in knowledge acquisition mode, like you're reading all these books, I'm reading all this, but like I'm actually not applying it. Right. And I shared something very similar on, on my Instagram, like a few weeks back, but it's like the tactics alone aren't enough. Right. Um, like you actually have to like, Hey, it's got to start. Like you did a great job of like transitioning for us here. Like I do with every single show because we've talked about like, like leaning on your faith in, in, in the belief system. Now I want to get into like, like, tactics like how can we actually like take action every single day because you know the sure. superman life is, is here to help men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness and i define fitness as like you know controlling our vessel our physical um our body our mind and our spirit so um yeah i think you know 100 percent and in line with what you said it's like you've got to have that belief system that you like like you lean on to like like i am here for something greater but now right. it's like 
we can't just rest on that. We actually have to like do the work. And I know for you, um, you know, you, you have your podcast, you have your, you know, you have your other company. Um, but a lot of that is grounded in your training. I know, um, you're an athlete, you're, you're, you're competing and you have these goals, um, to, to, to one day do like, I think the Ironman championship, um, that we talked about earlier. So, so talk about the importance for you in kind of the fitness physical side of things, because we're gonna start here with our faith. We're going to lean on this knowing that we're created for something much greater than ourselves. But in order for us to take action, um, I, I believe that it's got to start physically. So, so where does the fitness, where does the, the, the physical side training aspect, like, like fall into your pyramid of like importance? Um, and then how do you use that, um, in your daily, like growth to becoming who you were created to be? Right. Well, honestly, it's, that's, one of the foundational things that really got me into everything that I'm doing today. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the Ironman world championship, the one in Kona, Hawaii, uh, for those who are maybe not familiar with that, that's, uh, it's referred to as the Ironman world championship and Ironman as itself is a brand of triathlon. It's okay. a 140.6 mile race. Um, it's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride and a 26.2 mile run. And, um, what really got me into this whole thing of, uh, of doing what I'm doing today is because of triathlon, you know, I started, um, started cycling with Craig, uh, my best friend mentor and, um, kind of got into uh, cycling races and then eventually got into the point where I'm like, dude, I don't have a wife, girlfriend or kids, you know? And so why don't I start trying to, you know, train for this, qualify for this race. And which eventually led me to starting my own Instagram account, which led me to starting my own, you know, clothing line. And, uh, uh, starting the qualified podcast and, you know, here we are, but like, I think fitness is such a huge part of it because, like you, like you said before, I mean, we, this is our only body. There's no, there's no do-overs, right? We're not getting reincarnated as anything. Once we're dead, we're dead. We're going to be with it. We're going to be in the presence of God, um, depending on what your beliefs are, I should say. But like, it's so important to take care of the vessel that you have right now, take care of your body right now, not just for yourself, but for the people around you. I mean, don't just be like just self-centered think about everyone around you. Think about your future kids, your future wife, your future husband. Think about all the activities that you're robbing yourself of if you don't take care of your body, right? If you, if you're not, you know, keeping your body in a peak state, like for example, one of my, I, I call it living in my, in my, living within my definitions of success. One of my definitions of success is keep my body in a peak state. What does that look like? Drinking a gallon of water every day, having a healthy diet, working out physically exercising seven days a week, right? Just like not taking a day off. Just, I mean, not like, you know, obviously allowing your body to recover as well, but like, you know, depending on the, you know, on the intensity of that. Uh, but like just consistently just taking care of it, you know, breathing exercises and things of that nature that help you just take care of it. Because dude, how, how foolish of, 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 a, of a, how foolish of it would be for us to give our body just something and, you know, for example, to uh, give our body to making a lot of money or it's to become successful in our career while we let our health deteriorate, right? We give, we basically, we sacrifice our body for the monetary gain. And then, you know, later on in our life, we sac we sacrifice the money so that we can get back our, our body, right? So we can, you know, we start, you know, getting, you know, things that help us get more healthy and everything. But like, why not make that one of your definitions of success right now, whatever your success, whatever successful life for you looks like, why not make that a priority now? Because the quality of your life is going to be in direct proportion to the quality of relationship that you have with yourself. I mean, I believe it's also with your creator as well, but like you got to have a great relationship with yourself. You got to look at yourself in a positive self worth. Like, for example, I, I, I keep giving examples of John Maxwell here, but like I, um, one of the things I love from him, he says, you know what, if, uh, if you had a, a million dollar race horse, would you allow it to, you know, smoke 
you know, to smoke, drink whiskey and stay up out, stay up all night, you know, <laughs> or, or have a thousand dollar dog. He's like, no, of course you wouldn't. Since, since you wouldn't allow your pets to do these things, why would you allow yourself to do these things? You know? Yeah. And so I, I, I wrote almost an exact uh, comparison in one of my first training programs in the nutrition component of it, the intro side of things. It's, um, it's using uh, the comparison of our bodies, our, our vessels and like sports cars, high-end sports cars. So yeah. we'll see it every day. We'll see a guy that's got like a Ferrari um, or a Corvette or, or anything that's kind of high-performance car. Like he's babying that thing. He's just putting only the finest oil, only the most expensive gas, like getting it tuned up, getting, you know, getting all the work done, like investing so much of time, energy, and money into that. And let alone that same guy is the one that's going to, you know, pick up the box of like processed prepackaged food well right. you know what like i gotta like i have a car sitting out front like if i crash it um and it's destroyed it's totaled i can simply walk into a car dealership and just buy another one if right. i crash this body if i total my body and i don't take care of it the right way i can't just go walk into um you know the the human dealership and like pick up another one so it's like we got it we talked about it so much earlier before we hit record like perspective like like people are putting more um, value in their belongings than they are in the most important thing of who they are, which is their physical, which is their, their body. Absolutely. Uh, just, yeah, just 100%. Like just want to share that because yeah, as you're saying, I was like, John Maxwell said that I'm like, I said almost exactly the same thing. And <laughs> Um, that was actually is a book that he wrote called today matters. That's where he shares that. Yeah. It, it talks about, you know, it talks about, have you read that one as well? Um, I know of it. No, it's not. It's not on my list. No, definitely, definitely one one to add. I I listened to the audiobook. I said I have the book. I haven't read it, but I yeah. I listened to audiobook several times. So so let me ask you then, because I got I got kind of a cool system that I do. I actually do Audible and read the book at the same time. So oh, really, like, uh, are you an Audible guy, or do you read, or is this kind of depend upon? Uh, I since I've been doing the thing by Andy Frisella called Seventy Five Hard, I actually haven't been reading to a lot of. Oh, sorry, I haven't listened to a lot of audiobooks. If I'm okay. in the car or I'm working out, um, if I'm not listening to music, I'm listening to just podcasts, okay. and uh, that's what I've been typically listening to. Yeah. Uh, but before I was definitely before I got because I used to be a voracious reader, and then I kind of stopped when I fell off a little bit. But recently, I picked up the habit again of reading, you know, ten pages a day. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you, to answer your question, yes, I used to listen to audiobooks all the time. I have a lot of them, but I'd, I'd like to be like more hands-on now. Yeah, it's 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 dialed into my routine. Like I try to get an hour every single morning. So what I actually do is I do Audible at 2x while nice. I'm reading and like noting. So, oh, really? Yeah, it's a yeah. fast one, yeah. Oh, you think, I mean, so let's say I read an hour a day. Well, if I do it at 2x speed, it's actually I'm reading two hours. Um, and it's crazy. Like I just the the knowledge and, and information that you can unload. So um, you, you mentioned something right there, this 75 hard. Um, I know we talked about it like the first, the first time we ever, we ever yeah. connected. And I know it's, uh, it's a big part of like your life right now. And it's, you know, as we're kind of talking about the fitness and training side of things. So, so break that down, the 75 hard thing, what it's doing for you, um, how it's, you know, how it's changed your habits, your routines. Cause I know it's done, it's had real power and impact. Um, and shaping, shaping your day. So what is 75 hard? How'd you get introduced to it? Um, and then what's kind of coming out of it? Oh man. Um, first of all, huge shout out to Andy Priscilla. He's actually, a lot of these guys that I mentioned, um, are guests that I, I actually, I have a vision board in my room and they're I, it's one of the things it says, says number one ranking podcast, right? And it says just some of the guests that we've had on the show include Andy Priscilla is one of them along okay. with other, other people. Um, 
Dude, it's everything, man. I mean, there's been, especially with the advent of all the things that have happened in my life in the past several months, um, this has been huge. Uh, with the advent of my mom having colon cancer, with the relationships that ended up working out, with uh, with some qualified apparel stuff, and just like different like um, breakthroughs in my life that have happened, like actually feeling like I'm worthy of success and like realizing that I had a mental block before that was keeping me from, I had a heart belief that said I wasn't worthy of success, but also had a belief that said like, you know, I was terrified of not taking action towards becoming the man I was created to become because they were in conflict. But like 75 hard, what it is, is a, uh, it's a mental toughness challenge that Andy Priscilla uh, puts together. And um, it's five things that you do every day for 75 days straight. If you miss one of them, uh, for over the 75 days, you start over from day one. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you're on day 75 and you miss your gallon, you miss your whatever, then you got to set over. So it's the five things are, so number one, you drink a gallon of water every day. Number two, you work out twice a day. Um, you have to work out a minimum of 45 minutes a piece. One workout has to be outside. And, um, obviously be, don't be, don't be dumb. If it's, you know, a little hurricane outside, don't go outside. You know, he's not like, he says, you know, he says he, he, on his podcast, he goes, you know, don't be an idiot. There's a little <laughs> thunderstorm outside. I'm not liable if you yeah, die. That's, <laughs> the, that's the asterisk on the yeah. five things every day. Like it all starts yeah. with don't be an idiot. I mean, that should be an asterisk in everybody's life. Like don't, don't, don't be an idiot. Right. And so it goes into, uh, so third thing is you, um, take a progress picture every day. Fourth thing is you read, uh, 10 pages of a nonfiction every day. And then the fifth thing, Oh gosh! So it's, it's the water, it's the workouts, it's the progress picture, it's the reading. What was the fifth thing as well? I know it's I, Dag Nabbit. What is it? Was it? What is the fifth thing? It's progress picture. It's a, I know it's on my. I know I, I keep to them every time, but I sometimes just forget when I go into this. One second, I have it right here because it's a. Uh, uh, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Sorry, man. I just there it is. So uh, read ten pages of drinking gallon sets. Oh, that's it. Um, so work out twice a day, read 10 pages of a nonfiction every day. So it can't be like, you know, 50 shades of nonsense. It's gotta be something <laughs> like, you know, something that's like actually get you better. Maxwell book. Yeah, exactly. Your Drink a gallon of water, stick to a diet plan and take a product. That's it. Stick to a diet plan. That was the okay. other thing. Um, so like for me, I've cut out all, um, uh, I've cut out like uh, all sweets. So I haven't had like ice cream and, you know, cookies and the finer things in life, mm-hmm. uh, which, um, and then like also just recently started doing a lower, lower carb diet as well. And so, um, Full disclosure, I've had to start over multiple times. I'm actually on day 22 today. Uh, but like I've had, I, I think I started this about nine weeks ago. So well over two months ago. And um, I've had I've had to start over multiple times. It wasn't until recently that uh, that I was actually, I had to start over again. There was this girl, um, a new friend of mine. Uh, she was, she called me out about it. She goes, uh, cause I told her I was starting over and she goes, you should get off of social media for 75 days. I was like, well, I can't do that. Cause I, I realized, but it was, this helped me though. Cause I realized I, I was like, well, I mean, my business is on there. I got to host a podcast. That yeah, is. I was, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm like, well, I could probably limit my time. So I went on, I went on my phone on, on your iPhone. You have this, you know, little thing called screen time. So you can tell how much time you actually spend on your phone. And so I looked at that the, over the last week I had spent between YouTube and Instagram at 50 hours of time on yeah 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 it was ridiculous yeah i know man i was like holy crap like anyways but i realized okay i, I need to obviously limit this time on here that's that's ridiculous because i could like how much time am i wasting and other things i could be how many emails could i be sending how many new products could i be designing how yeah. whatever you know how could i be bettering my life to better those around me and so her wake-up call was i was all right i'm, I'm gonna promise you honestly whenever she said that to me she because i told her i was all right from this day forward i'm going to i'm going to be good she told me this. She goes, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, granted, she was just being kind of facetious. She was just kind of joking with me. But honestly, dude, Frank, it pissed me off. 
because I I was I was ticked because mm. she was because why because she was right. Yep. I because my actions up until that point had led me led her to believe I'm wildly inconsistent. I don't follow through with anything I say. I can't make the promise. I can't keep the promises I make to myself. So it hit home because yeah. it was the truth, you know. And but so doesn't that um come down to like having the right people around you because probably yeah. the guys that you had back earlier in the life, the ones that like you knew weren't really the best, like they're not going to call you out on that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. why I think it's important. Like you talked about, like having that mentor and then having the right people around you, that are going to be like, they're going to call you out on your stuff, man. They'd be like, dude, you're saying this, but you're doing this. Like it's, it's got to so be important. in line. So that's why, I mean, this show is rooted at, you know, talking about and addressing the thing. It's like, Everything like a, a big part of like ultimately creating your superhuman life or living a qualified life or living a life you were created to uh, to, 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 to live, however you want to phrase it. It's like it's got to start with having the right people around you um, that are that are breathing into you um, the right thing. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was it was helpful. And I've been on track ever since. I'm like, Dude, I'm going to prove it to myself. Obviously, yeah, I don't really need to prove it to her. But like at the same time, like I made a promise to her. I'm not going to break it, you know, because I, I, I care about her a lot. I value, I value that relationship. And um, so anyways, yeah, that was a great wake up call I needed. But I like for anyone out there, I highly recommend doing 75 hard. Like it's brought several breakthroughs in my life. Um, it's brought me so much. Um, so much fulfillment, but more importantly, it's helping you keep the promises you make to yourself yeah. as well. If you if you tell your, and that's how you build self confidence too. If you want to build self confidence, you yeah. keep the promises you make to yourself. If you consistently tell yourself, "I'm gonna I'm gonna not eat that donut," or "I'm gonna wake up at five o'clock tomorrow to go run," or whatever have you, and you don't keep that promise to yourself, well, your your brain's got a pretty smart tool. It's gonna be it's gonna just make it easier for you, where you eventually don't even have to worry about it, to where you're not gonna end up doing the things you actually want to do because you. It, your brain knows, Hey, you're not going to keep this promise anyways. Why would we bother? You know, why would we bother associating any pain to that? Yeah. But as you keep going down that road, you, as a consequence, find yourself frustrated in your life because you know, you're made for more, you know, you're capable of more, you know, you're qualified for more to live a life, you know, to live a life that goes out and does make that impact. Mm -hmm. But because you're not keeping the promises you make to yourself, you ultimately just settle. So that's why, that's why for me, like consistency was such an issue I've struggled with. And that's why 75 hard was such a, has played such a major role in my life because it really was was what I needed, and so I'm super grateful for for you know Andy and his team behind him that yeah. put this thing together because yeah. it's been wildly beneficial. Yeah, when you when we spoke the first time, you shared with me kind of what was going on. I was like, oh, like I mean, that's been in a way I haven't followed that exact protocol, but I mean, my background in bodybuilding and having coaches and mentors and people that like I. I invest in to hold me accountable. I mean, that's, right. that's what this program ultimately comes down to. It's giving you a structure of what you need to do on a daily basis. And I think, um, for me, this has been so valuable and having routines and structures like this that have helped you overcome many of the struggles and things that I've dealt with. Cause if you don't have routines, if you don't have daily habits that you're practicing every single day, it's very easy to fall into the older patterns, which for me, right were multiple addictions and, and depending upon who you are out there, like if you identify that there's things in your life that aren't feeding into you the right way and creating you to, you know, making you be uh, the better version of yourself or the greatest version of yourself. If you don't, if you have those things that aren't feeding into that, the best way to overcome those is by having something like what you're doing, which is like, I'm going to do these things every single day. Because if you have five things in place that are set every single day, then it's very easily over time, the rest of it is going to fit itself in and around that. And ultimately, like everything you're doing is making you a better version of yourself. So every Absolutely. single day, you're improving upon um, all aspects and all elements of your life. So 
Um, yeah, you got to keep growing. Got to keep moving yeah. forward. That's the important part. Growth yeah. is the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to be better. Amen. Um, I want to get into, because you've talked about it a few times. You talked about the qualified podcast, the show that you got. You mentioned qualified apparel. Um, we haven't really dug into like what it is um, and what you're doing. And it's, it's doing some incredible things and having, um, well, to me, it's making the world a better place because you're living. So let's talk about uh, the qualified brand. You know, what's the podcast? What's it all about? Where can people find it? But then what is qualified apparel? How'd it come to be? And then what is it like? What's its mission? Like, what are we doing with, with the clothes? Cause it's more than just a t-shirt that people, people are wearing. Oh dude, what we're really selling is hope. I mean, we simply use apparel as a, as a tool to accomplish that. So, uh, the qualified brand comes from the notion, the name qualified comes from the belief that I believe that we're all qualified to make a difference in the world we live in. However, there's a massive difference between having potential and actually going out and doing something with it. Right. So that's why with the qualified podcast, we, you know, discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things that I've done in my life, as well as things of inspiring guests like yourself that was on there today that have helped make a difference in their life. Um, ultimately with the goal being to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. So that, that, that goal right there to empower you and everything that is our goal with the qualified podcast along with qualified apparel, anything else that we get into. And even our, even our logo for qualified apparel is a, um, I call it the radiating plus. It's a, it's a plus sign. Uh, with the name Qualified Apparel in it at the moment until we get to a point where we're growing enough, we don't have to actually have our name in the logo anymore. Um, but like it's radiating. Like it's like there's, it's like if someone shined a light behind it and the rays of sun are coming behind it because everything we do with the company is to make an impact in your life in a positive way. And so um, with Qualified Apparel, what we do is because I, so that was actually Qualified Apparel was actually started back in 2017 when I did get my last mission. And I, apparel was the first thing that came to mind. It was initially under the different name called Kona Qualified Apparel because Kona was where the Ironman World Championship takes place, qualifies because I already explained. And so I just put apparel at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I started and that was the main thing I started. But like the looking back on the quality and like how everything was back, back then, it was really just like I kind of just cringe on it looking back on it now. But the important thing was to start. And that's the main thing I want to encourage everybody out there is like, it doesn't have to be sexy. The first time you start, you just got to start. Like, doesn't you don't have to see the whole the whole staircase. You just got to take that first step, right? And so that's what I did. And um, eventually, after, in 2018, whenever I started rebranding some things for the company, I changed the name to Qualified Apparel, then added the give back to it. Um, so, uh, so where we, cause I mean, it's one thing to say your mission is to empower people to chase their potential and live a life that makes a positive impact, but like, how are you making a positive impact in your, with your company as well? So, uh, that's why we chose to initially started giving to, uh, feeding up uh, to no kid hungry, but through some uh, branding issues and such, we couldn't use certain wording. Um, so I actually ended up switching to feeding America, which I actually ended up loving a lot more because feeding America is who we give to now. They're actually one of the most efficient charities in all the country. 98% of all money given to them, um, goes directly into feeding families. And so that's powerful. Uh, but not only that, they have a series of food banks across the country that allow me to actually get involved directly with who, with who I'm giving to. And also people that, you know, the qualified families like to refer to everybody who listens to the podcast or buys from qualified apparel, does business with us. Um, the qualified family can therefore get involved with it as as well and um so anyway so we give a portion of every of every item purchased to qualified um, to feeding america to, to where we actually provide 20 meals for every one item we sell and to date we've provided 10,000 over 10,800 meals for families in america so our goal this year yeah dude, it's very exciting our goal this year is to get over 15,000 and so like just voraciously sending emails out to people um basically you know wanting to partner with the right with the right businesses to get our apparel in their in their line um and uh it's kind of funny, like some people would call call what we do like a give back brand, but like I 
I honestly, dude, I like, I hate that term give back I, I, because here's the reason, like, I feel like give back comes from the notion that, you know, your people are owed something and like more so we have to, we took something away there. We have to give back. I'm like, no, dude, like we, we're, we're a positive impact brand. Like in everything mm-hmm. we focus on doing is to make a positive impact. Now, do we give to people? Yes. Yeah, so we're not giving back. We're not, we don't have to do what we're doing. You know, Apple doesn't give back, you know, every, every Mac you buy, they don't provide 10 Macs for the people in foreign countries, right? That doesn't happen. Nothing wrong with that. It's not their model. But like for us and for what we do with the qualified company, with a qualified brand is that we want to make a positive impact in everything we do. Now, our, our vision with the company is to be the leading positive impact brand in the world, providing food, clean water, education, and freedom from sex trafficking to millions across the globe every year. But like, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, miss the opportunity to fit, to help feed families across America first, because over the reality is over 40 million Americans struggle with hunger. Over 12 million of those are children actually as well. So like, it's a, it's a big issue here. People often, people oftentimes don't think about that. Uh, but it's a big issue here. So I, you know, obviously we want to help people in other countries too, um, when we're able to afford to do that, which we will be. Um, but like, I, that's my whole mission behind it. I want to make an impact in this life in a positive way. I want to inspire other people to change their life as well through the, through the qualified podcast, and whatever else area we get involved with going forward. Yeah. Well, well, we can, we definitely are going to connect on this offline. I don't want to make this a big, you know, big topic here, but whatever I can do to uh, support the brand, support what you're doing, um, let's definitely connect. You know, um, I have two businesses that um, that I own and run, um, but I'm really well connected in in a lot of the same spaces that you're trying to get into. So let's definitely make sure, dude, um, that'd be great that we, that we get connected on that end. Um, One of the guys, biggest things that people can do is honestly, like, for example, I reached out to a uh, uh, online company I just stumbled upon by accident. It seems like, uh, but they host a uh, they, it's basically a big database that. Um, is full of people, is full of different boutiques and such, and different retailers and everything. And so I just sent them an email out. I said, "Hey, here's what we're doing." I said, "We're, we're I'm obviously worded it better than this, but I said we're feeding families across America by selling apparel, using apparel as a tool to do that. We we sell high quality stuff." I said, "If you if you would if it would be of interest to you to help us to help us grow our impact, would you please just shoot out an email to all the boutiques that you have on your list, letting them know about a product that makes the massive difference in the in the company in the country?" Because I asked for all their U.S. based. Yeah just more so and said so that would be hugely beneficial for us to just like bring more awareness of what we're doing because the more people we have the eyes and ears we have in this company the bigger ability we have people to make a difference in the lives of those who need it most because what we're like i said what we're really selling is hope we essentially use apparel as a tool to accomplish that yeah so where can people uh where can people find is it online like they can yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So you can go to uh, qualified-apparel.com. Okay. And uh, you can search us there. And then the Qualified Podcast is just you search the Qualified or search Ryan Huff on iTunes, and that comes okay. up or anywhere podcasts are found, really. So yeah, and I'll link I'll link that up in the uh, in the show notes for everybody as well. Um, just so we want to make sure we get as many eyeballs on that. So just for just for context, I know we talked about it prior uh, prior to the show. Um, for every um, one item sold, what what impact does that create in the world? 20 meals for families in America as well. For every, so. one, for every one shirt, there's 20 meals coming out to America yeah. in the world. So, dude, that's that's incredible. You're doing um, some amazing, amazing things with that. So we're going to continue to uh, to support that and, and help you grow grow that brand and get the qualified brand to the global, you know, the global recognition that I know it's it's destined to to do. So. And just so if anyone wants to even wants to know as well how we accomplished that too. So Feeding America, they through negotiations with farmers and different companies like Amazon, Whole Foods, whatever. Um, we actually they get gotten it to where one dollar actually provides ten meals. So we simply just give two dollars from every item we sell. So that way, 
and we provide 20 mils with every item that we sell. So that's another transparency. And the reason that if you go on our website and you can't find anything about Feeding America, uh, it's funny, I was telling uh, Frank the, about this earlier, um, the fact that we, can't, we don't have Feeding America anywhere on our website just yet is, the, is because um, after talking to some executives there, they said that you have to be a minimum donor of at least $100,000 a year in order to use their name and their logo. So it's a goal, but we're not there just yet. Uh, but uh, once we once we are, we'll plaster that name everywhere. We'll yeah. raise more awareness about it. But yeah, I mean, we'll make sure we're, we're going to make sure we, we work to get you closer to that number. So if you guys are out there and if you know, you're buying into this mission, it's something you want to be a part of, check out qualified-apparel.com. Pick up a shirt, pick up a couple shirts. Got the holidays coming up here in a few months. Um, I'm sure they make incredible, incredible yeah. gifts. Like what's like what's the style? Like what can people expect to get? Um, uh, so we have, gosh, we have everything, man. We're about to get into, we're about to release some fall, some of our fall stuff too. But like we have anywhere from unisex tees to, you know, to women's tanks. Women's, we, a lot of, it seems like, it seems like women are the ones that buy a lot of everything. Yeah. Uh, but like we have like, yeah, what, you know, yeah. <laughs> but that's my main, that's my main market. Uh, but like we have, you know, everything from unisex tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, all the kind of, all the kind of jazz. We pretty much have everything for men and women both. So. Got it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get you some sales for sure. So I appreciate that, man. More absolutely. of an impact. That's the main thing. Absolutely. Well, uh, well, in you know, in respect of time, you know, we 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 know where you got to go here in a little bit, and uh, you know, want to kind of wrap this up here, hopefully um, in the right way. I know we there's been uh, tremendous value out of this, and I want to just take it back and kind of recap, um, you know, what what I kind of threw out there at the beginning because I think. Um, what you're doing, it, it nailed it on the head. I mean, when you really broke down your mission, it's like trying to live a life worth remembering. Well, dude, you got a podcast in the world. Um, I mean, you're literally putting your voice out there and it's going to be there forever. And you're really, I mean, worth remembering, dude, you're feeding 20 people every time you sell a t-shirt. Like if people are not going to remember that, like, so you've accomplished that. And then the world becoming a better place. I mean, once again, it just goes back to, to everything that you're doing, man. So um, so honored to have you on here. Was so honored to be interviewed by you earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when your show is dropping, but this one's going to be coming out here very, very soon. So Ryan, man, I just appreciate you. Um, you know, we we got the we got the clothing apparel, but um, if anything else you want to plug, where can people find you? I know you mentioned IG, YouTube. Like, if they want to get more of Ryan, if they want to get more of the qualified brand, um, where can where can people find you online? For sure. Um, so as far as uh, as far as follow me online, you can. Uh, Best place for where I hang out a lot is uh um in Instagram. So you can follow me at Ryan C C is in cat uh Huff or Alpha Bravo. What was what's the phonetic alphabet? Alpha Bravo I forget. Anyway, Charlie, that's it. Um, so you can follow me at Ryan C Huff, season Charlie, um, Huff H U F F on Instagram. Um, I, I, I mentioned YouTube. I don't really do that anymore. I haven't okay. done a video in a long time. Um, but I think I'm not even sure how you'd find that. I think maybe search Kona qualified. Okay. I think maybe that's the channel. Yeah, still on definitely there. the, the IG is definitely worth something getting on because like I shared at the beginning, dude, your energy, like the electricity that you bring uh, <laughs> to a conversation, it comes out in all of your posts, whether it's a video, can- uh, picture, uh, written post, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, definitely worth a follow um, because you're just like, you're just, you're just feeding into, into the world, man, with everything that you're doing. So I appreciate that, man. Absolutely, dude. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. I said, the main thing is, dude, is like, everyone needs to realize that they're qualified for more. I mean, just like, you know, you talk about the superhuman life. It's like it, uh, that we might say it different ways, but like ultimately what it comes down to is like, we're made for more than just living a mediocre life, right? We're made for more than just existing and just getting by. If you feel that you're know you're made for more, if you feel it more, so you feel that burning in your heart. That's like, Hey, you know what? This isn't good enough for me. You owe it to yourself and the world around you. Just like our buddy, Justin talks about it. It's selfish for you not to get it together. It's selfish for you not to move your life forward. And 
it's going to be scary. It's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. But like at the end of the day, it's so worth it. No results are never easy, but they're always worth it. You know, so you owe it to yourself. Think about your future kids, your future husband, future wife, whoever that might be. You owe it to the world around you to be the best version of you. So go out there and make your life exactly how you want it to be. Dude, you you answered the final question before I actually asked it. So, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing because I yeah I wrap up every show. I mean, you had a series of questions, and dude, you're you're great interview. I'm still trying to figure out what what I'm doing here, but I always ended with like like what's your definition of a superhuman life? However, you wanted to context that, um, but I think you nailed it right on the head with that, Ryan. So, um, but if you uh, want yeah. to, if you want to, you know, I've I've defined mine um, in terms of what the mission is of this show. Uh, but if Ryan had to say like, like what is living a superhuman life to him? What does that ultimately mean? If it's something different than, than what you just said, uh, feel free to share it. If not, we'll kind of wrap it up. But yeah, man, do you have, do you have a definition of a superhuman life? For sure. Sure. So, I mean, I probably, I mean, I don't remember exactly what I said verbatim just now, but then but it just comes down to chasing the person you have the potential of becoming, you know, it comes down to if you know you're capable of doing more then you owe it to yourself to do more if you if you if you're not happy with your life today you have the amazing ability to sh- to change it i mean there's no there your story isn't over unless you're on your deathbed you know about to pass away and go on to the next life your story's not over the last page of your life hasn't been written so you have the ability at every single day to wake up and do something differently with your life and if you want to do that it's going you have to realize what it's going to cost you as well you got to realize the, the 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 size of your goal is going to be determined by the size of your willingness to put effort into that to make it happen you know and it's it's not going to be an easy process it's not going to be an easy thing but if you can just think about this don't worry so much about the goal be focused more on enjoying the process be focused on more on becoming the man the woman you created to become be, be focused on enjoying the person you become along the way you know because like I love what Gary Vee talks about. He goes, he goes, you know, I don't give an F about the end goal. He says, I care about the process. And for, for me, like I, I, I still have these overarching dreams and goals that I have for myself, you know, like with monetary stuff, with physical stuff, with experiences that ultimately that I want to have for my loved ones to have, but like, and then doing other things for people that I, I will probably never meet. Um, I, I know that I'm capable of doing more and I want the, my life to be one that's characterized by growth. That's characterized by making someone else's life better. And I know that whenever I'm waking up every single day and I'm going after it and I'm taking action, I'm doing the things necessary, I'm paying the price that it's worth. And more so, I'm becoming the man that God created me to become. And I'm more happy with my life knowing that I'm actually giving it my best every day and becoming a better person and therefore making someone else's life better. That to me is a lot that's fulfilling. And I love what uh, what Brendan Bruchard says. He says, at the end of my life, I want to make sure I can answer these three questions definitively. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? You know, And so... I want to make sure that my life makes a difference. I want to make sure that my life does something bigger for this world, that I become the man that God put me on this earth to become. I leave no stone unturned and I go after it every single day. So that to me is about living. That's what living a superhuman life looks like, man. Just leaving no stone unturned and getting after it every day to make this world a better place. Well, keep doing what you're doing, brother, because you are making a real impact. You're doing incredible things with all of your work, Um, incredible uh, story journey, tactical advice that can be used here today. So Ryan, I appreciate you once again, man, for coming on here. It's been um, an incredible few hours. You know, we recorded a few podcasts, uh, <laughs> got to know you on a whole different level, but um, I know this is only the start of yours and mine's uh, like friendship. Like we're going to continue this because um, I just need, like, I need 
Ryan feeding into me because like I've likewise, man. Dude, you got you got uh, you got incredible stuff that you have to offer the world. So so thank you once again, man, for for coming on here. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Superhuman Life. Um, we're just a few months into this, and the feedback response has been nothing beyond incredible. So I thank you all out there uh, for every single episode, for every single message, every single response that I've gotten. If this is your first time listening to this Superman Life, make sure you do subscribe here on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you are listening to. Also, if you could do us just one favor, as the only way that we're going to grow this show is through your continued support and sharing it with others. So we don't charge a fee. We don't have any advertising. The only thing that we ask is that you share the episode with one other person if there was impact. If you got nothing out of the show, turn it off, leave us. I don't care. Uh, but if there's something valuable in here that you extracted and you know it can help somebody else, all we ask is that you share it with somebody else. So with that, Ryan, any parting words that you have to, uh, you have to share with people out there? Have an amazing day. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's what I always say. Have an amazing day as always, man. Every day above ground is a great day to be alive. Amen, brother. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you once again. Frank Rich, Ryan Huff signing off here. It's human life. We love you all. Have an amazing day.